I used to know the guy. Michael, we were kids. Yeah, were you one of those weirdo freaks who used to pluck the wings off butterflies when he was a kid? Not that I ever saw. He was just... Just killed his sister when he was six years old? Yeah. My mom used to make me go over to his house to play. She felt bad. But he would just spend the whole time staring out of his sister's bedroom window. I always remember thinking, what the hell was he looking at up there? He was looking at Haddonfield. A simple town where nothing exciting ever happens. Yeah. And one day, he just snapped. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. He's a honey badger of, of murderers. That's, that's just, kind of like him just laying his nuts out on the table. <laughs> it 100% uh, it, it fits. Sam, tell me, tell me the words I'm trying to say. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This this is me staring out from, from a closet, um, not saying anything, but thinking the greater good. Okay. Yeah. And breathing That's heavily true. into a mask? Breathing heavily, yeah. All right. Of course. Yeah. I mean, for a guy that's inhaled you know, fire and smoke and been shot in the face you sure have a nice even breathing you know right you're good well and we'll get to maybe why that is later oh right well he is wearing a mask i mean it's got to protect him right sure <laughs> yeah well, <I'm> trying times <laughs> so i'm gonna go ahead and kind of break a rule sam did you recognize the voice in that intro what so in our intro or, or halloween intro the halloween intro the audio clip i played uh no, I, that's that's the guy, the the police officer, isn't it though? Yeah. But how? Why am I supposed to recognize his voice? Um. So I know I'm again I'm breaking the rules, but he was. Remember that movie that we did, the cop movie with the um the low budget cop movie that Stephen Honeycutt yeah, yeah, watched. Yeah, Jim yeah. Jim Cummings. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's him. Is it really good? Yeah. Yeah. When when you oh, go wow, back, okay. he, wait a second. Was he, was he in this movie? Yeah, just listen to us. I'm going to play it again. I know again. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah, intro yeah. the rest of you. I just had to get this out first. This is again. I'm nothing about tonight's episode is going to be normal. So I'm just going to go ahead and break it all now. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Just listen to it again. Yeah. I used to know the guy, Michael. We were kids. Yeah. Like one of those weirdo freaks used to pluck the wings off butterflies when he was a kid. Not that I ever saw. He was just. Just killed his sister when he was six years old. Yeah. You hear it now? Yes, totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's the he same needs to guy. Just start dancing uh, to, to no music in front of the coffin, and <laughs> yeah. we're, we're good to go. You just you didn't recognize him because he didn't have his mustache. So that's what it was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, oh. that is a uh, that's a a callback, or yeah. that is a that, that's just a, a fun great, callback. Great I, I think that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, to for an actor that. Um, really poured his heart and soul out into a movie that was uh, weird. Okay, again, I know I'm totally breaking stuff. Like I said, nothing on this episode is going to be normal. So, what is this episode? This is episode 369, and tonight we're talking about Halloween Kills. This is part two of our two-part yes. series with 
the Measuring the Score podcast, which we're going to uh, introduce Chris here in just a second. Um, but this is very cool. We've never done anything like this where we did like a part one on another show and a part two for us. So if you're listening to this, uh, if you're our normal listeners, all three of you, please, if you want to kind of really get the full um, the benefit of the part one and part two, you got to go listen to part one, Measuring the Score Go to uh, the at Measuring the Score podcast. Chris will give you all the actual information. But go find our episode. It's labeled the one with cheap seat reviews. And listen to part one. This is part two. So if you've only listened to this, just this one, you can. But I think it'll actually help give us some context, especially when we make reference to a couple of inside jokes that we're laughing at <laughs> and you don't get. It's because it's from that episode earlier. So go listen to that yep. episode. All right. There's your there's all that context out in the front. Uh, I am Sean Allred. Um, just now getting to you know I'm I'm Sean. You guys know that I'm Sean. Joining me tonight is Andrew. Didn't watch the movie and is just here for the beer, Jimison. You're also muted. You're, <laughs> you're still muted. Three hundred and sixty nine so episodes. Here we go. It's gonna be one of those nights, folks. There we go. <laughs> So I, I know. Uh, yeah, I did. I did not watch the movie uh, because I was busy with grad school and and other stuff, looking for apartments and and places to live with for my family. So, yeah, you were living, dude. You're living, just like That's right. Half the people in this movie were trying to do. Life so. was just happening. <laughs> yeah, life was right. finding a way, and it did not find a way to watch this movie. And you know what? I we don't care. We're glad to have Andrew here. Absolutely. His, his dry sense of humor always makes things better, and he might even uh, find a way to make my grumpy ass uh, in a better mood by the end of this episode. Well, oh. and and I think actually a good a good perspective is not you know we're going to be probably uh, if I could end a sentence here. Um, a good perspective is, is to come in, not watching it. That way we can ask Andrew if this makes sense, right? Well, so I kinda... when we say, Hey, if you've got a shotgun and, and there's a masked killer on the loose, do you necessarily, you know, shoot first when you see him or do you get really, really close and in, in confined spaces and point the shotgun up, up towards the ceiling before you decide whether or not you're going to take action? Yes. Well, see, what I'm hoping is that you guys can either convince me that I, A, should watch this, or B, don't waste my time. So that's well, that's why I'm here. I will say, go back. Didn't Sean, did we do, we did the Halloween 18, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, we, we, did, yeah, it, we go, did it with all yeah. measuring the score. I, well, I know that, yeah. but did we do it for... We have not done it for our Andrew? episode. Okay, no. but we didn't do it here. Okay, no, see, we, in my mind, I have... I'm totally up. Andrew, go watch that one. Okay. By the way, all right. I'll, if yeah, there's def- one to watch, watch that one and enjoy the hell out of it. So yeah, yeah. Now you said I haven't seen any Halloweens, but I, I actually have. I've seen Halloween H2O, which oh that was many oh. years ago, and that was terrible. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, also joining us tonight is Sam, <laughs> forming what? angry mobs since 2006. Vector. You know, I tried to do that down in your neighborhood. We were we were going after the ginger crowd, but uh, I could only get about eighty people. And I thought, man, this is not enough <laughs> to go storm Sean's house. 
<laughs> and and totally raise it to, to the ground. So eighties a lot I, of people. I, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's just I just I wanted more to really to just wow. make a point, really sell the effect. So. I honestly thought you were going to take the Thor Ragnarok approach and say <laughs> I didn't print enough pamphlets, and so no one came. <laughs> <laughs> Except my mom's my mom's boyfriend, who I hate. Um, <laughs> that other voice you hear laughing is, of course, Chris. Um, killing for Michael is an art form for him to express his emotions. From the Measuring the Score podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just it it feels like. In this movie more than the last movie, because Michael didn't kill... He just killed people in the last movie. Um, in the 1978 one, he killed people, but then, like, you know, made it all pretty. You know, did these... Yeah, he did it with style. He did. <laughs> and we, now we, he just don't care. He, he's gotten old. He's tired. He just wants to hurry up and finish He's a honey badger of, <laughs> well, of murderers. But I still he feel like... In this movie, he still did a couple of those moments, right? With the uh, with the gay couple, you know, he he set them yeah. up like their picture. You know, there was, you know, there was some other things that he did that he didn't need to do, but he did because he wanted to. You know, like shoving yeah. shoving the guy up the attic staircase, and um, yeah, it was like, what what was the point of that? It was like, oh, hang on, let me kill him. Oh, wait, let me stuff this up here. And there we go. Yeah, right, I'm good. Because I'm All so right. strong. Be, I can, nobody will see that up there. Well, I'm so strong, <laughs> I can deadlift a guy into an attic stair thing. That, who, who, that dude probably weighed 230. I mean, just anyway. Right. All right, we're getting well, way ahead of ourselves. Stairs. We're, I mean, we're, he, <laughs> might, he might have put it on the stairs and then using leverage, pushed it up. To a certain it's, point, it's you're, right? you're still using yeah you're still using a hinge with the leverage. Uh, it's still two hundred and thirty something pounds. I'm not saying that. Yeah, you're not wrong, Sam. It would have helped, but well, it's, I mean, the was, last body I had to carry wasn't that hard to drag um, <laughs> across across the ground. So you know, there's, there's ways to get get things places. I mean, he he also took that old man at, towards the beginning of the movie and slopped him over the. Um, you know the the little island there in the kitchen, and just stuck every knife that they had oh in his back God. again for no reason other than oh for, that was so brutal yeah right and well it and it was touches like that that this movie just it tinges on being as good as the other two it really does it just doesn't quite well we'll get here we're we'll gonna get, get there I know we're we'll I'm jumping we'll way ahead um but. Uh, Chris, thank you for coming back on for this. This Absolutely. is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a great. I mean, I, I was happy you guys were able to uh, join join us for the 1978 versus 2018 bonus episode, and we released that earlier this month. Uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was earlier this month. Yeah, and it was our first time having guests on. So you know, sadly Andrew couldn't be there. Be there. We broke that. Uh... Oh yes, yes. That that was the first time we have ever had guests on our show and it it was you guys. So that was great. Really? I could have swore you had yeah, other guests yeah. on. I don't what am I thinking? No. no, they had they've had better guests on. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I... No, no, no. Uh you guys were the first time we ever had guests. We we've have we have other people lined up way before this, but you guys were the first ones that we ever aired, so yeah, yeah, Chris. I will say I'm a little disappointed that somehow I didn't weasel my way on to your Jurassic Park 
uh, podcast that you just released this week. Well, that one that one was a total surprise episode. We we were just like, oh, we're just going to do this. Yeah, I sorry, can't, man. I can't tell you how many times I wore out the tape in my car <laughs> um, listening to that that soundtrack. It was it's I love that thing. Yeah, you so, heard him right. But, he said tape. I said tape. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. One, he said tape, not CD or anything like that. He said tape, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you. Man. <laughs> I wore that tape out too. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. So back to Halloween. Back to Halloween. We're, we're getting close. We're how many days away? Several. We're away, I guess. Oh, as well as this, like, when this episode releases, we'll be only two days away from Halloween. Okay. First, all, gonna, all I can think of because I'm such a big Halloween fan is Halloween three when they do that stupid little commercial. Two more days till Halloween. If you guys have ever seen that, you, you gotta you gotta go on YouTube and find that stupid commercial for Halloween three. It was the most annoying thing ever, and they play it every five minutes during the entire movie. And as the only thing that sucks is that stupid commercial. <laughs> I hate that thing, but it's like it's it's engraved in my head, so that's all I hear. A quick uh, quick safety announcement for all you parents out there: if you're uh, looking through your children's candy this year and you happen to notice something that looks like Sour Patch Kids, but it might be weed gummies, my address is one seventy three. Now we're not in Denver. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wait a minute. Yeah, not yet. Not yet, Andrew. But let, okay, let's hope sorry. that North Carolina can get along that. But uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. We'll we'll have a, a PO box for so. <sighs> 2021's Halloween Kills, um, the sequel to the 2018 Halloween. Which, by the way, can we just talk a minute about? naming conventions for movies. I am so tired of movies coming out with the same name as another movie. And we have to differentiate with just the year. And yes, JJ Abrams, I'm talking about you, Star Trek. Oh nine. Could you not have called that anything else? <laughs> yeah. Just wait. Was it? I thought it was something else. It's it's Star Trek. That's all it is. Star Trek. Yeah. It's just Star Trek. And well, then there's what's, what's the other Star, Star Trek, Trek movie? What's the first Star Trek movie? The f- yeah, the first. Well, then, Star Trek. Are there any hmm. other movies called Star Trek? No, they all have no. a subtitle. Star Trek. Yeah, it's just the Star Trek. But like, doesn't that seem so, a little presumptuous so it to make? It is. It is completely unique and one of a kind. It is, <laughs> except that it has the name of the rest of the franchise. It would be like JJ coming out saying that the seventh Star Wars movie isn't Star Wars The Force Awakens. It's just called Star Wars because all the yeah, other then, ones have subtitles. Yeah. Well, then then that, that, that would be a unique and, and individual Star Wars movie. Just like that. Yeah. That's, that's just, kind of like him just laying his nuts out on the table. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and here you go. Yeah. I mean, this, you're not wrong. It's like, you know, putting the in front of something, you know, the Ohio State. Oh. You know, this is the Star Trek. Yeah. Well, well yeah. They kind of did that with Predator. Right? This was around the same time for Halloween. They did, you know, you got Predator, Predator 2, Predators, and then The Predator. Well, we had just had The Suicide Squad, and we're going to be getting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we're going to be getting The Batman. So. That is true. 
Yeah, Sam, you're right. I mean, it's kind of like why just, couldn't it, why couldn't the the Halloween 2018 be the Halloween? <laughs> sure. I just my point is just that the 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 2018 one needs to have a subtitle. This one's Halloween Kills. Well, it, the next one is Halloween well, Ends. Then let this one be called Halloween Continues or the Halloween. 20 years later, 40 years later. I don't know. It needs well, a subtitle. Let's talk about Halloween Kills. That's like the dumbest name for a horror movie. Halloween Kills? How does a season kill? There, the season's not the one doing the killing. It's Michael Myers. I hated that title ever since it came out. I'm like, Halloween Kills? I mean, really? I'm not going to die on this hill because I kind of agree with you. <laughs> but at the same time, it, it you mean, the killing happens in Halloween, right? Like, yeah. So, but... I, I mean, eh. So I mean I get it, but get you're it. you're I agree it should have been you know, Halloween two. Why don't call it Halloween two? Well, there's already a <laughs> right? Halloween because there's two. there's two different Halloween twos. There's yeah. Halloween two the original, and then Halloween two the remake. You do the smart thing and then just use the years, right? <laughs> right. As, as smart people would use a movie title with the year, and you know exactly what you're talking about. Well, it, apparently, clarify it, it, for for my sake. Um, what movie are we talking about this week? <laughs> so we're doing tonight. We're doing Halloween Kills, which is the sequel to Halloween 2018, which is a sequel to Halloween 1978. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to send you, Andrew. I, I found this really great um, diagram of the of the universe of Halloween. I'm that I, that I tried you. to explain during our episode. You did. You explained it so oh, well, yeah. but it's yeah. audio form. It's it's a little tough. Um, but yeah, so I found it online and then I tweeted it out, and it was like the most retweeted tweet the podcast has ever had. It's kind of amazing, actually. Um, there were so many comments. Yeah, I mean, most of it was like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's so helpful." Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Halloween kills. Right. So Halloween right. kills. So Andrew, are you ready for yep. the, for the, for the read? Uh, sure. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Minutes after Laurie Strode, her daughter and granddaughter left masked monster Michael Myers caged and burning in Laurie's basement. Laurie is rushed to the hospital with life-threatening injuries, believing she finally killed her lifelong tormentor. But when Michael manages to free himself from Laurie's trap, his ritual bloodbath resumes. Oh, okay. Ritual bloodbath. Yeah. Is it a... I mean, how could it be a ritual if it's only happened twice? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Is it necessarily a ritual yet? I don't know. Well... According to the witch timeline. <laughs> well, that's true, right? But like, yeah. you know, as as a child, he killed one person on Halloween, right? Yeah, his sister, and then Tw- when he... 20 years later or whatever, he got out and he killed the babysitters. Yep. And then and, and then giant. this next one was what 20 years later or so. 40 years. 40 years 40 later. 40 years. Yeah, 40 years later and then he killed God knows how many people. Yeah, a ton of people. And then, and then continues to kill them. So really, he's only done one mass murder, and now this is his second time out on Halloween. Yeah. So, so what, uh, from what I understand, just reading a little bit of the plot of this, there's a group of people that have survived him 
that are now coming after him? Is that what happened in this movie? Yeah, sort yes. of. Yes, and and I I would venture to say that that was actually my favorite part of the movie was was the survivors. the survivors and the seeing how the stories kept going or seeing how the stories interacted, especially when we started getting between the the time cuts uh, between now and the the old shots um, from. 40 years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought that was pretty cool too. Cause you, you open up with, uh, Tommy Doyle's tormentor, Lonnie Elam or Elam. However, you know, cause you, it's saying like two different ways. Yeah. You open up with Lonnie down on the ground. Cause you know, Michael, you know, scared him and he thought he was going to die and everything else. And then you cut to Tommy, Lonnie, the nurse, and uh, Lindsey Wallace all at a bar mm-hmm. uh, laughing, having a good time because, you know, like, oh, you know, he's gone, the, the bus left and everything else. And then you get this great moment of uh, Anthony Michael Hall being scary as I don't know what when he's talking about the boogeyman up on stage scaring half the town. And it's like, yeah, th- this guy doesn't need any more beer. Let's let it, let's get him down on the stage. <laughs> Agree on that one. Yeah. Now the uh, fun fact: uh, Paul Rudd uh, played Tommy Doyle in Halloween Six, the the other timeline, and that was his first. That was his first movie. They tried to get Paul Rudd back for this movie. They wanted him to play Tommy Doyle again, but. Uh, it, it was one thing he was like, he wasn't really too sure about doing it. And he was doing Ghostbusters afterlife at the time they were filming this. Well, so the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm sitting there trying to think like, okay, I cannot picture Paul Rudd as this version of Tommy Doyle. <laughs> well, one of the that other, was the only thing that kept. Yeah. One of the, 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 I read some of that trivia too. Um, and it, it came across to me as in they wanted Paul Rudd, but the producers were like, that's that's not going to work because we need this person yeah. to be one. We need it to be like this kind of intense character, but two, Paul Rudd is like he's he's almost too big for the movie now. You right. know, like he's an Avenger. And he's more known for comedy. <laughs> well, not but just that. Like he's an Avenger. Like he, right. <laughs> you know it. It would just be too. He would be too big for for what the role needed to be. Because then when he gets. When when Tommy gets his you know gets killed at the end, this is obviously spoiler right. by the way, people. You Spoilers. Um, then you're going to be really pissed. Be like, no, Paul Rudd. Like, whereas like Anthony Michael Hall, you're like, yeah, eh, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so Sam, you want to do a five word uh, review? Sure. Yeah, I've got um, I've got two two of them here, and. Um, my two, my first one here is tone is right, bad writing. Okay, so tone is right, bad writing. But the one that that really tells me, you know, might tell you how I feel about this movie. It's stupid choices harm movie's potential. Okay, and <laughs> I, I have to admit the the Halloween movies, the the the, the original, and then the the. Is it eighteen? Right, Halloween eighteen. Yeah, Halloween twenty eighteen. Yeah, I it, it, they might have turned me in terms of liking these types of things, especially the eighteen movie. I really enjoyed. I th- I had a blast <laughs> with that thing, and, and and I was looking forward to this one, thinking it was kind of be of that same style, that same 
uh, writing, this, the same tone. And it, it is in terms of the visuals and what's happening on the screen. But there are so many stupid human choices in this movie <laughs> that it's just – I want to bang my head against the desk. It's – you know, you've got people using guns like they've never seen one before. You've got – you know – you, you, you've got people locking themselves in a car and he's on the roof and just drive off, just go somewhere. You, why, why when Michael is, is up against eight other people, they just don't gang up on him. Instead, they yeah, do the yeah. old nineties action movie where they're going to try to do one-on-one and, and they all get cut down. And even the fact of, in terms of bad writing, when he, let's talk about the, the fire escape. And the fire, yeah. the firemen are there, and and like <laughs> they're trying to blast them with the the fire hose. Come on, I mean that. that I, I don't know. I kind I kind of thought that was pretty cool. I kind of like that because it's like all right, he, he it didn't. But the thing that it didn't even work, and I've seen a person with a fire hose before. I mean, and it was like the fire hose no, was good. Riots, right? They they press right down. Right, and Michael's just like duh, 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 duh. <laughs> so, right, so even if even if he's supernatural, and let's let's you know we 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 might be taking a guess that that there's something more about him more human than he is. There's a lot of dumb decisions in this movie that could have could have been written better, could have been designed better, and I I enjoyed where the story was going. I like the whole mob idea. I like the idea of of going back and forth uh, between the two timelines. I, I liked that they used a lot less of um, oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, the, the final girl. Um, the 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 daughter, daughter, the granddaughter. Not the granddaughter. Um, the, Judy the Greer. Lori Strode. Oh, Lori Strode. Yeah, and and oh. it it wasn't as annoying as as before i thought you know maybe a little overacted but i like the twists i like the turns but every dumb decision took me out of this movie and i guess horror yeah. movies have to have dumb decisions but i think you could do better did. do I mean, better no 18 didn't 18 didn't feel as and i hate to say hokey as this yeah Right, yeah. because we all, in order to get into a horror movie, you have to feel like you got to put yourself in their shoes. You got to put yourself in the victim's shoes and be like, "What would I do in this situation? Or how might I get out?" What? What? But every single, oh, not every single kill, but almost every single kill felt unwarranted—not unwarranted, but uh, avoidable. I guess you can say. Yeah, that's a good one. Avoidable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would go unvoidable. I mean, except for maybe like the 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 old couple. The yeah, uh, yeah. That that was like you know they were just more scared than anything. And then Michael stabs the woman in the throat with a freaking tube light. I'll I mean, admit like, that was come on, that man. Was, that was different. <laughs> that was like the most brutal. I'm sorry, that that was still the most brutal kill in the entire movie. He just goes over there and keeps stabbing this one guy with all the knives until he gets to the one he wants. It's like the dude's dead, and Michael's just standing there cocking his head like a freak. <laughs> and and see, I thought that was brilliant. I love that. That that reminded me of of the you know the the other movies. It reminded me of the what you saw. Um, with some of the, I'm sorry, with the previous movie, um, yeah, with 20, 
you know, remember the lay down that well in the kitchen for God's sake, where he is just all you see oh, is, is the table and chairs kind of rattling, right? But or, or the or the uh, where the, he just like starts bashing the one woman's head against the 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 railing for like no reason. It was like, oh, dude, yeah, that one was that 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 kill with the with the older couple. That one was oh, that one kind of messed me up a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, fluorescent yeah. tube to the neck was I mean, I'd never seen that before, right? I mean, wh- I one of the the things that that you watch these movies for is to watch the spectacle of a bad guy killing people, right? That's that's yeah. part of the entertainment, which is weird, but it is what it is. And <laughs> um well, and and let me tell you a reason why I rolled my eyes at that scene. Um, and, and I don't know about you guys. I know, Sean, that you might deal with this, but I've built buildings with fluorescent lighting and put in fixtures and dealt with the tubes and uh, may or may not have played lightsabers with other workers <laughs> with them and broken them and, and all that sort of stuff, right? Those things are are fragile, especially once oh, they're broken. There is, there is no way. It, it might have cut her, but it would not have acted like such a dagger to her um, as a whole, as as that was, and that's only because I have real life experience, not not stabbing people with lights, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just sure. playing around with them. <laughs> so uh, you guys mentioned cutting back to were, are, are there in this movie? Are there flashbacks to the original nineteen seventy eight or yeah. flashbacks to, to twenty eighteen? Uh, no, to so the, this movie picks up thirty seconds after the twenty eighteen movie ends. Right. And and then his escape from the trap and going off to kill more people on his way home. Ultimately, this is a road trip for him. He's just trying to get home. And <laughs> we get a lot of these these flashbacks. So actor Will Patton is in this movie, and yeah. he he has this vendetta. He must kill. He must be the one to kill Mike Michael Myers because he was there the day. Um, they caught him at the end of the first Mike, the first Halloween movie. Now the one that yeah, they, yeah, the seventy eight yeah. one, that movie ends with him not being caught, right? And they made Halloween two is a direct sequel from that where he goes and kills a bunch of people in a hospital and whatever. But this movie says nope because of the twenty eighteen <laughs> movie he's he's back in jail he's back in his yeah uh, he's been caught he's back and, in his- yeah, yeah. So they had to explain that somehow, and so in order to explain that, they retconned um, at the end of that movie where, after the the doctor shoots him, he falls out the the window. Uh, mm-hmm. Before the police get there, um, there are two cops that are there in the room. Uh, Will Patton, where it and, happened? Yeah, yeah, in the, where it happened, and our guy Jim Cummings from that movie uh, is standing kind of looking out the window and then Michael attacks him and is choking him and Will Patton, a a 23-year-old Will Patton, draws his weapon and being of uh, being a terrible shot, decides yeah. that instead of as not, Sam not only a terrible shot, but a terrible human. A terrible <laughs> a terrible person. A terrible you've got to okay. Picture this, Andrew. A guy is choking out another guy. Choking okay. out your your He's partner. Stabbing him. No. He's not. He doesn't have a knife to his head. He doesn't have a gun to his head. He's choking him out. 
You've got a gun. What do you do? Pop quiz, hot shot. What do you do? There's your speed <laughs> reference, Chris. Right? You shoot, normal, you shoot, the, you shoot the hostage, human. right, Andrew? You shoot the hostage. Yeah. You shoot him in the no. neck. That's what you do. Yeah. This, yeah, this guy shot him in the neck. You know, go around. Go up to him and put the muzzle closer to his head. Go do anything other than full on shoot a guy <laughs> that he's using as a, a human it's shield. Scary. It's just I I was so mad at that scene. I was not oh, I was, happy at that scene. Yeah, I was mad too, Sam. And I'm glad you're saying that because and Chris is saying you're getting awfully passionate about it. I was pissed too because <laughs> my first thought is Okay, I understand that the idea is that he's a rookie and that he's nervous, right? So that's a trope yeah, yeah. that he's he's a rookie and he's obviously never fired his weapon before. And the reason why he's a sheriff in this little town is because he doesn't want to shoot people. Like I get the trope, but you're a yeah. sworn officer in the law, and and if your hand is that shaky, there is no reason <laughs> why your finger should even be on the trigger of a weapon. Yeah. And, and then after and again, he shoots him in the neck, Michael's leaving and he's still, still shooting at him. And the bullets are just like going all around him, almost like a oh, stormtrooper. They're, they're not even close. And I'm going, wait, is this really happening? Yeah, if really he's like six, he's not even that. I don't even think. And he's still missing. Like I said, he's like full on stormtrooper missing it. I'm going, wait, are we really doing this right now? This is okay. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. <laughs> any, any mental problems this guy had? Is totally deserved, and, and I don't. I don't want to say that uh, a whole lot, but his ineptitude is 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 just blows my mind. Well, and then the movie does something that's even crazier. So as he's he's recounting this, or we're we are watching this scene happen because we're just getting background. It's not like he's telling this story to someone. We're just we're yeah, just getting yeah. this story as the viewing audience, so that we can understand why Will Patton is so ardent um, on catching Michael because he blames Michael for it because then you find out later in the movie that the sergeant or whoever he is, the captain, is like he tells him what actually happened. I shot him in the neck and he goes, no, he drew his weapon and trying to shoot Michael and instead you know, killed himself. Right? So that, he pre- so that prevents Will, you know, Will Patton can continue to have a career in the police force and you know, his wife doesn't keep think that keep in the Halloween movies. Yeah, we got you. Well, and it, yeah. it allows the guy. Yeah, it keeps. Yeah. But it also allows that the dead cop's wife doesn't think that there's a man on the force that killed him. Right. But I don't know. It just part of me thinks, how could you continue to be a cop for the next 40 years with that? <laughs> that secret, you know, that just that seems so heavy. Yeah. Um, I just. I don't know. I'm I'm with you, Sam. We're we're here. We're just gonna stay here, Sam. The other part yeah. of the movie that has some gunplay <laughs> that's just so yeah. bad. It's Sam mentioned it. They're they're in a car. Michael is on top of a car. There are three people inside the car, and they're totally scared. Two of them have guns. The woman is just shooting out the side windows. Uh, the young couple, the the nurse, the doctor lady, climbs out of the car, and does she make like a dead sprint away? Because when yeah, she like disappears for like a good five minutes. Yeah, she she leaves. Yeah. I don't understand why she t- she has the the only weapon at this point, and she yeah. just runs she leaves them the behind. f away. Yeah, 
Her husband leaves her husband behind. <laughs> don't get that because he doesn't know how to shoot a weapon, and she obviously wears the pants in that family. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, give me this. I know how to use this. And right. And then so Michael, you know, he he finally kills the nurse from the first movie. He finally gets her. Which all right, all right. So I got a problem with this. All right. So this woman has died two different times in the in these Halloween films. She died in t- Halloween twenty H two O. All right. So. Then she shows back up, you know, 40-something years later for this new timeline here. All right, so it's like, all right, this is the nurse. Maybe she's going to live a little bit longer. No, he's like, he kills her off within, like, you know, 10 minutes of seeing her. It's like, oh, that's the nurse. Oh, oh, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the crap, man? You just, like, kill her off like it's nothing. I'm like, that's crap, dude. At least give her, like, you know, like an H2O, she had a you know, somewhat heroic death. She was fighting. She was trying to... No, no, she's just, like, shooting at him, and she says, this is for Dr. Loomis, and then, you know, you know, like a dumb person, you know, oh, I'm out of bullets. The classic, you know, horror movie trope uh, goes to shoot the killer. There's no bullets in the gun. And then Michael just comes in and stabs her like it's nothing. Like, ah, okay, just a regular victim. Like, Did you count the bullets? Was was there six in there? (laughs) I didn't count the bullets. The part that annoyed me was actually... The way he actually kills her, because he stabs her with the knife, I think. But right. then he, he pushes her head through the window and then like smashes it down on the glass, and glass comes through her neck. Well, since the 80s, well, since the 90s, those windows are designed to completely shatter. So that when you're in a car accident, shards of glass aren't cutting your neck off. You know what I'm saying? Like That wouldn't right. happen. But, okay. There's so much but of this. But I can, I can give them that. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. so many other issues that wouldn't happen that's in this movie. <laughs> so, then, so then the doctor lady comes back with her gun, and she's firing just blindly. She's hitting the, the, the she's breaking out you know, headlights and rearview mirrors. And she she, but, she, but, like, but she's she, doing it from oh. like 30, 30 feet away from the car. Like, let me empty my, my magazine into the, <laughs> into the engine of this car. Yeah. Not... Not right. in the in the passenger area, but into the engine of this car. But then she makes the same flaw that everyone that doesn't understand what guns makes is she gets too close. And she gets so close that Michael just kicks the door, smacking the gun <laughs> in her hand, which swings around and she shoots herself in the face. And I laughed. Which I'm sorry, I laughed. I <laughs> He yelled on that one. That one uh that was a good death. I enjoyed that one. I I that, rolled my I wasn't, eyes. I wasn't expecting it. Let me just say it like that. Because when, right when it happened, I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, all I did was just go, really? Like he's – like the plot armor is so good on Michael Myers that he can kick – like that's Jackie Chan level using your a prop to, to defeat an enemy. Using something. Yeah. Jack, Jackie Myers. Myers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was so rooting for the husband, though. I mean, because that dude just, like, took off the stethoscope. He's like, all right, I'm going to choke this guy. And swings the stethoscope around his neck and just starts pulling with all of his might. I was like, holy crap, he might actually get away with this. Yeah. Nope, nope, never mind. I, I thought... Michael, my, I, yeah, yeah, Michael's, I, yeah I, Michael has a knife. I was pulling for him, too, God. and I, I felt bad for him because, one, his wife left him. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> she, with the gun. She left him. That was just... That's jacked up. And then the other the other part was the, the other part where the gun is, you know the 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 young dog or the oh, granddaughter. Man. I don't know any of their names, but the young daughter, um, she's got this tactical shotgun, 
and she's oh yeah allison allison, allison there we go. yeah i had to stop and think for a minute <laughs> yeah she's got this tactical flash uh, shotgun and they're walking her and the boyfriend are going through the house and the <laughs> and they again classic horror trope where they split up right so she goes in to check the thing and then the boyfriend goes and then he sees that his dad is whatever and then michael comes over and he starts you know roughing him up and she just you know she just runs straight towards him like she's got a bayonet on that shotgun, right? I mean, she just runs towards him, <laughs> and he's easily. Hey, yeah. Oh wait, no, this ain't a blade. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm again, Sam. I'm totally with you. Like the purpose of of a gun is so that you can shoot things that are far away. Like that's that's the point of them. So <laughs> anyway, or 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 with with a handgun, you get close enough to be accurate, but you don't have to get right next to him. You don't again, you know it. Uh, what was that? It was a TV show. No, that's show. not right. You shoot blindly. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just start aiming and wherever you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... There's God. there's a... Y'all didn't know that? That's what you do. You start going in a circle and start shooting all... <laughs> um, There was a TV show called Criminal Minds. Did you guys ever watch that at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love oh, Criminal yeah. Minds. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. It was like a season two episode where they go to the... I think it's like the Navajo Indian Reservation... And the sheriff there doesn't carry a gun. And one of the agents is like, why don't you carry a gun? And he says, 42 feet. And he says, what does that mean? He says, I can close on you with my knife. As long as I'm within 42 feet of you, I can close in on you before you can draw your weapon. So I don't need a gun. And so that was, that was the whole point is like, if you're going to use a weapon, you have to stay at least 42 feet away so that they can't close on you. Now, Michael Myers has never shown that he is fast, ever. No. He has teleportation abilities, certainly. Uh, (laughs) He has Wolverine-level healing. He's the Batman of the horror world. Would would you say that of all the horror film baddies that he is the creepiest stalker? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I get Yeah, well, yeah, he is the definition of stalker. I mean, he's pretty much the one who invented it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, uh, yes. Would Jason, maybe, would consider Jason maybe a stalker? I've never I, seen, I don't know the movies well enough. I've never but... seen one second of a Friday. Well, Halloween, King, Halloween so. came first. No, Jason was more in your face and gruesome. So, no. I mean, he had his stalker moments, but... I. Uh, yeah, Halloween came first, and then Friday Thirteenth ripped it off, <laughs> and and you know yeah, and, and up and, and I, they actually found it out yeah, and they actually found it out like it was uh it was on the, the documentary on Netflix uh the movies that made us they they actually said oh yeah yeah we just saw Halloween saw it was doing really well we wanted to make our own so we called them yeah Friday Thirteenth that'll work and I'm going oh my god I always thought it was a rip off but it, it really is a rip off <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it was great. So, yeah, I, I guess he is the creepiest. Yeah, he definitely is. I mean, it, it is stalker. I mean, that's what it is, right? He stalks and he kills and, and yeah. all that the stuff. Shape. And the shape that stalks. The shape, yeah. And there's, there's, mm-hmm. we still don't really 100% know why in this timeline, why he's going after them. And no, no. I, I think it's this. This is what I think. This is my personal belief. And maybe we'll find out in the third movie. And that's kind of the running joke is we'll, we were supposed to find out a lot of stuff that happened in this movie, which we did. We found out. What we'll find, we'll find out in the sequel. <laughs> we'll find it out in the next movie. Yeah. 
See, that's a callback. You need to go listen to the first episode, part one, measuring the score. That'll make sense. Exactly. It'll be explained. We're available on Apple, Spotify, yeah. pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll be explained in the next one. So I think this, this is what I truly think. He kills his sister because, because. I, I think it's something as simple as she was in his room. Like that, he felt like, like I, there's something there that he, he killed her because she was in the way of something that he wanted. Whether that was just to stand out that window or whatever. There there's gotta be there's gotta be something out that window that we're not seeing yet. Yeah. Because if you if you notice it even and you know the and they say that at the very beginning with the two cops and you played the audio clip. Yeah. Uh and then, and then you know the very end of the movie, Karen, she's looking out the window. I'm not ready to you talk about that yet. Hold on, I'm not ready for that emotionally. I'm not there yet. Okay, okay, we gotta, we're gonna hold that for a second. <laughs> Sorry, but the cop he kills is standing in the spot, right? The the Jim Cummings cop he kills him because he's standing in the spot, right? Everyone he kills is in the way of getting home, right? And I think yeah. honestly, the reason why he focuses on on um, Jamie Lee Curtis is because she works for the realtor that's trying to sell his home. And he identifies her as an obstacle to getting home. And that's why he feels like he has to kill her. Interesting. Because even in this movie, it's identified he didn't chase her to her house. The doctor took him to her house. He didn't, that is true. He didn't chase yeah. her there. He was brought there. And in order for him to leave he had to kill these people so i think it's something as simple okay. as he just wants to go home whether that's a good well, they enough- say in there they say in there uh hawkins's character starts talking about that michael is has the mind of a child with a man's body you know and superhuman strength so yeah you might be actually onto something here hmm yeah i don't know i just uh Completely just, that's what I was thinking about last night as I was, was I should have been going to sleep, and instead I was thinking about these <laughs> things for, for the show tonight. Um, okay, so... I feel, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> no, well, there was some other, there were other aspects that, that prevented me from getting to sleep, but that was one of them. Chris, did you have a five-word review? Did you, did you do one? No, I didn't do one. Um, saying evil dies tonight. Yeah, it was it was the one thing that it really irritated me about this movie. It was every five minutes. Oh, evil dies tonight. We're gonna get him. It's like oh, okay, you you just said that you know like five minutes ago. You don't need to repeat yourself. And then Anthony Michael Hall running around, sticking his finger up in the air, saying "Evil dies tonight." Come on, man. That was the, it, that was that was the really the, for the moment for me. I'm going okay. I'm not really too sure I like this movie as much as the 2018 one. Well, <laughs> and that, then the giant do what? I was going to say that is the tag of the movie. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. And, and then the mob is chanting "Evil Dice tonight" as they're chasing down the non-Michael Myers guy. Well, I will say Which when I, I was when I was routing the uh, the mob towards Sean, we did we were screaming, you know, gingers, <laughs> gingers be gone, gingers be gone. <laughs> so, um, not gingers die tonight. <laughs> no, no, we went we went a little old school with it, but uh, that's fair. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. But no, that 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 was my main thing. It was it was every five minutes they're they're talking about he's he's not a man. He's evil. He's pure evil. He's you know evil dies tonight. It, it must die tonight. You know it was always die tonight. It's like come on, man. It just get over it already. Just stop. Use it like five or six times. All right, we get we get the point. Evil dies tonight. Just you know, let's move on. No, no, let's say it about fifty more times. Just so the audience doesn't know exactly what's going to happen, and I'm like, oh, okay. at this point, you know, by the last time it was coming out, I'm going, oh, well, let me guess, Evil Dies Tonight. It was becoming like, like on our show with Beverly Hills Cop. He's like, oh, there's the theme again. Oh, there's Evil Dies Tonight again. Yeah. You know, it was almost to the point where I could get up, go to the bathroom, and come back. Did they say it again? Yep. Oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> so let me ask this question: If that's the the uh, the tagline of the movie, and if that, yeah. Uh, you know, is the theme throughout. Does evil die? No. <laughs> well, and, and, and I don't. I don't. Well, but because there is another film coming, I can automatically say evil does not die. Well, that, I, and I don't necessarily mean Michael Myers. See, that's a good uh, question. That's a good question, Andrew. Because there's one would argue that the mob turns evil, right? They they turn evil, yeah, and they. A lot of them die, so you, yeah. you can make the argument that it does. I'm just saying because uh, Lori Lori did say that he is turning us into him basically at one yeah. point. Yeah. He is turning us into monsters. So yeah, in a sense, yeah. All right, so I'm going to do my five word review because I do want to talk about the ending here in a second. So I did three. Uh, five word reviews, which is unheard of for me, but I was in a mood when I when I wrote these. I usually just do the one. I'll allow it. So my first one is kind of my actual kind of what I would do as a five word review. My second one was a little bit more uh, whatever, and my third one is my true feelings. So number one, slasher horror plus social commentary. Okay. So Sam made the point okay. to me on in text, and I hadn't thought about it, but he's 100% right. This movie really feels like an anti-gun PSA. <laughs> Anyone yes. that touches a gun gets killed. Yep. And, and not only that, guns inherently in this movie are dangerous. They do not help. They don't do anything for you. They simply... The, the, using one will end up getting you killed. Yeah, and in fact... So far in the, in, t- in these two movies, everyone that has carried a weapon at some point has been stabbed or killed. I mean, yep, even yep. even the boy at the beginning of the movie, at the beginning of the first one, shoots the doctor, right? Yep. And and we asked yep. that question on your sh- on the other show, the first episode. It's like, is this movie an anti gun thing, like uh, gun gun violence because the kid shoots the <laughs> doctor? And and then this movie again, like. Everyone that's got a gun is, is is more of a danger to other people than to Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. All right. So like like the scene where Allison, where she's got the shotgun, and they you know they slowly open the closet, and I'm going, okay, what are you gonna do? I'm like, please tell me she's not just gonna start blasting away as soon as the door opens, and she did. It was like, what if Michael was not in there, idiot? I honestly you know I mean? thought, <laughs> I honestly yeah. thought <laughs> it was gonna be the kid's dad was gonna be in yeah. there. Yeah. Like, I thought it was too. He was like he was stabbed to the wall, 
but not dead, and then she's the one that kills him. I honestly thought that was what was going to happen because I knew as soon as that 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 closet door opens, she was going to pull the trigger. I, it, they telegraphed it, and then, but of course, it was a pumpkin because Michael Myers is the is the is the uh, the best at creating a trap for people. You know, he he's thinking ahead. Hmm, if I light a candle and put it the pumpkin down here then I'll know that they're down here when they shoot the pumpkin. Like, he's he's so good at that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number number uh, two. Uh, this movie has two monsters. And again, okay. going to what we were just talking about. Oh, yeah, about, we, we, I, I, yeah, I would we actually just talked say, about that. Uh, Michael Anthony Hall, Anthony Michael Hall, excuse me, is kind of the other monster in this movie. Uh, and yep. Um, I kind of hated yeah, I can, the, the, uh, the way he died, but I also understood it. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I, I was going to say I, I can agree with that because he he's the one who incites the riot. He's the one that is saying the law doesn't know what they're doing, you know. And he even starts, you know, scaring people. Like I talked about at the beginning, where he's kind of scaring people at the bar and everything else. He's the one that's stirring everything up, yeah. you know, just. Yeah. They, they so, m- yeah, I, I definitely do agree with that one. Yeah, he's basically like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, right? He's the dude that yeah. has the charisma yep. to, to incite a riot, basically. You know, we even had kind of a mini montage of him saying, you go there, you go there, you know, get on the radio, you call him, you, you, you know. You, right. Like he's giving orders like he's, you know, military commander. Okay. And. Driving the most, the worst vehicle ever. <laughs> yeah, that old busted Mustang. But they, the other part that, again, back to Sam's point, not just about guns, but bad decisions. Okay, you formed your posse and you've sent them out. We are mm-hmm. in 2018, right? This is 2018. Yeah. Everyone has a cell phone. Yeah. But not one person in this movie uses it to their advantage. <laughs> not one time. Nope. When 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 the the group are with the when they find the kid at the playground, which ultimately becomes their demise, right? Because I mean, yeah. Michael kills another kid in this movie, right? Let's let's not yep. gloss over that. He kills a second child in as many movies now. Uh, this one's not shown though, right? It's not shown. It's just you see the dripping mask of of their friend. So he, yeah, and then you see, and then you hear the other kids. Isn't that Dennis's mask? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so I couldn't tell if that was a skull that had been ripped out of a head. No, that was a skull mask. Right. I I just that's where we were in this movie. I was like, oh, I guess maybe <laughs> there's there's going to be that type of thing. Yeah. So So he Okay. So he uh he does that, right? So they so when when they get there to to tell the kids to leave and then the lady gets out of the car to go and talk. First of all, the person that's driving the car should not be the one that gets out. All right. Yeah. The, 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 the doctor lady or the nurse lady, like the actual nurse, not the man nurse, but the woman nurse, the old lady, let someone else not driving the car go tell the kids to leave. Okay. So, so there's logic problem one. Logic problem two <laughs> is that they immediately, because they were told they were part, they were formed by Anthony Mike Hall. He told them go out into the streets and band together and blah blah. Right, like they're literally carrying illegally purchased guns from the dude yeah. from Tommy. Right, so like, hey, get on the phone. 
like you're calling into a police, like your dispatch. Hey, right, right. We, we're at the park. There's some kids here just checking in. If you don't hear from us in 10 minutes, come to this park. I, I think <laughs> I, I don't understand why movies can't be smarter with this kind of stuff. If you even do that moment, hey, I'm going to text him to let him know where we are. Everything can still happen in, in exactly the same. You know, still have the door, gun, face, kick, whatever. Like, you could still have all of that stuff. But at least you've shown that the people in the movie aren't stupid. Yeah. It was almost like the movie was supposed to be made in the 80s, but it was made now. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. that's kind of what that's kind of what it makes me think of. I mean, it's like where 2018 was kind of smart about things, and it kind of took the whole 80s, you know, slasher genre and brought it into the modern times. It's like this one just reverted back to what it used to be. <laughs> well, I mean, and you can't explain it by having everybody's cell phone in the cheese dip. I mean, it's just not going to work. Like people still have their phones. <laughs> Forgot about the cheese dip. <laughs> Andrew, the boyfriend. Cheese in this, dip sounds really good right now. Yeah, the boyfriend threw yeah. his at that moment ex girlfriend's phone into the cheese dip because she found out that he was flirting with another girl. Is this like queso or is this like? Uh, was it cheese dip Belita. or was it something? This else? is nacho cheese dip at all. It was nacho cheese oh yeah, dip, it was yeah. nacho cheese. Yeah, like mm. like the stuff that you get at a at a baseball game. Yeah, mm. yeah. Probably had the jalapeno I flavor. Could, I bit. could tear that up right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would tear you up. Yes, yeah. it would. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Here's my last five-word review. Okay? Here we go. Ready? Are you ready? Yep. Are you guys sitting down? Here we go. I'm actually not. Oh, I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew just disappeared from the camera. That's why we're laughing. I fucking hated this movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Seriously. Okay. I, I, I think this is a cheap seat reviews first. It, it, I know, right? It's, it's not. not. I have sworn on the show before, um, but it's usually because Sam made me mad, not the movie. <laughs> all deserved. All oh, yeah. Deserved. All, all very deserved, including this movie. This movie pissed me off so bad. All of the little dumb things we've talked about were building my inner rage for this movie. And then we get the ending, okay? So we're going to talk about the ending. Again, we've been fairly spoiler. Here it comes, the spoiler. And Andrew, you've been warned. Okay. Uh, Judy Greer, actress Judy Greer, she's great in all the things. Every time I see her, I still think of her as her weird Dame, character on. We, aren't we supposed to call her Dame Ju, Ju, not, Judy? She's Greer? not Dame Judy Dench. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking Karen here, right? Ka- yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and though she is Karen, she's not a Karen. Just like your wife is not a Karen. Well, yeah. <laughs> wow. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, yeah. Kidding. Though she won't listen to this, we still don't want to incur the actual Please. wrath of Please. your Karen. Of, a, of Karen, yeah. So she, we established in the first movie that she kind of sucks and then at the end is also a badass yep. in that she knows how to handle herself and she's actually very confident and she also has a lot of rage built up from not just the fact that, that Michael has tormented her mother, but he also killed her husband. So she yeah. has this inner rage in her 
and it, she's letting it drive her in this movie. So when we get to this movie, for the most part, she's just trying to protect her mom. Her mom's been stabbed. Her mom's in a bad way. She's trying to protect her mom and protect her daughter. And her daughter sneaks off with a trope. You know, she has to sneak off to go do her own vigilante justice with the mob. And so when Karen finally makes the choice, basically she's so pissed off because this mob killed an innocent man. Yeah. And so Karen is ready. She says... Technically, they didn't kill him. Technically, he, they, they scared him so much that he, he figured suicide was the best course of action than mm-hmm. being ripped apart by this mob. Which is yeah. actually a really sad scene. It is. I felt, it, it was. I, yeah, I, I agree. I felt was, it was like afterwards, I was talking about this with like a friend of mine. I was like, oh, they shouldn't have killed poor Penguin. And he was like, Penguin? I was like, yeah, he's short, bald, and had an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They actually call him. So his, it, it kind of it ruined it for me, but at the same time, I felt bad for the little guy. It was like, oh. And, and the, it was like the most gruesome looking thing ever. It was and gross. Like Tommy Doyle was all leaning up close. It was like, dude, that's no, that's not okay. Yeah, no. that was that was pretty rough. Um, so right. she she leaves and she's pissed at Anthony Michael. She's like, "This is your fault. Like you did this." And he goes, "I'm sorry." And she's like, "So you just gonna stand there and be sorry like a little bitch?" And he goes, "Well, no, I'm <laughs> gonna go out swinging," which is foreshadowing. And so <laughs> they devised so she they devised this plan that they're gonna go back to Michael's house because they know that's where he is now. And so they get there just in the nick of time as the daughter, the now granddaughter of. Uh, shotgun wielding granddaughter is getting her ass kicked and she's about to get killed by Michael when Karen stabs him in the back with a pitchfork. So this is now the beginning of the sequence where we have now proven that Michael Myers is no longer human. He, uh, because the, uh, um, not yet. No, not yet. I, I'm still willing to believe. No way, man. All right, hold no, on. No, 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 no. His, his rage, his rage is keeping him going. I, um, it, it's, it's not yet. It's, it's coming, it's adren- but it's not yet. I it's think adren- at this point, adrenaline, yeah. I think there's something else medical. We have to have an explanation that he can't feel pain. You know what I'm saying? So within, mm-hmm. in the course of three hours of, his, of life, he's been shot in the face in a burning <laughs> building, been hit with, 300 psi water oh um, he lost like three uh like two or three of his fingers he's lost two or yeah. three fingers um he's been cut in the hand he's been in the fight on the top of the stairs the granddaughter stabs him twice with the knife in the gut yep um, and then karen after she stabs him with a pitchfork stabs him with his, a pitchfork in the back uh, rips off, uh, punches him a couple times, stabs him a couple times, throws him down on the stairs, stamp, uh, uh, steps on his face or his hand. I think his face. No, it, was his hand. it was his head. It was his face. He yeah, like, was his she curb stomps him. Yeah. Then takes the mask and then leaves her daughter there, knowing that Michael would chase her because she had the mask. He has to have the mask. Yeah. And huh. so she leaves. A, she sets up a trap. She puts the mask in the street. Michael goes to it, and then all the lights come on, and there's like 30 guys there, and she says, gotcha, you son of a bitch. You know? So she's, she gets to say the line twice into the, into the two movies. And yeah. this is where we get the 90s era. You come at him one at a time. They actually <laughs> beat him up pretty good. He gets hit with a bat and a chain and a thing and whatever, and then one guy actually popped three into his chest. Shot him oh, yeah. three yeah. times with... Or blank. 
it, it looked like a maybe a thirty eight could have been something smaller. Um, I honestly, you, you see, you see the exit holes as the blood's spraying out of his back. Yeah, I honestly thought that when that guy, I heard three shots. I honestly thought he was going to kill three of his friends in the circle, and that's how it was going to end. Was like, again, a gun kills the wrong people. And yep. then that's how Michael was going to regain in, control. In fact, that's the only time in in any of these movies that a gun seemingly does something good. <laughs> well, I mean, the doctor in the 1978 pops him twice in the chest, uh, and he falls out yeah. the window. So he does hit him a couple of times too. So at this point, this, the true. man yeah, in his lifetime has now been shot like seven times or whatever. But again, tonight, in the course of this night, he's been shot shot into fish, and fish. Shot in the face. And then uh, at least three times by a dude in the circle who we don't know who he is. He's just a, a bystander. He's just there for the violence. And then they, 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 they stomp on him and they beat him and they knock him down and whatever. And, of course, we're back to poor decision-making, right? So they're like... <laughs> oh, let, let's not forget that they give him time to put his bass back on. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They, put, they let him put his no, bass which, on. Which, which looked cool. What it looked really cool. It was a very cinematic moment. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's like no, just go after him. Go ahead. He's putting his mask on. Get him now. No, no. Unless all right, he's got the mask on now. Go after him. It's, yeah, because it's, we we've we've established that that's his Popeye moment, right? The yeah, is, <laughs> it's his mask. Yeah, yeah. So. You're right. You're 100 percent right, Sam. That's this his Popeye. He gets his spinach from his mask, and so they beat him down. And Karen gets to stab him in the back. She gets to have her moment of revenge for him killing her husband. And then she leaves. And so this is where, if the if the roles were reversed, if he were a good guy and she were the main boss, now the good guy, because the boss has left, is is now able to exact his revenge. And he takes the knife out of his back and proceeds to kill the remaining guys and the the way that the the shots are shot and it's edited, it's one at a time. And I mean, Anthony Michael Hall is literally we're showing him just standing there, spinning that bat, just waiting for his opportunity. And once again, you have a bat, you have an additional three feet of length, and you wait for him to get six inches away before you start to swing. And of course, he dies. Right. So this is all happening while we're getting like a monologue of. Jamie Lee Curtis is in the hospital still talking to the cop. Uh, the cop. Paul Walker. Texas Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> None of that was right. And Judy Greer goes back to comfort her daughter <laughs> who has a broken leg and a bandage on her face, whatever. And now Judy, for whatever reason, has this desire to go into the room that, you know, into Michael's room and to look out the window to see what he sees. And as soon as she stands there, all I could think of was get the F out of the freaking room. And then Michael shows up and kills Karen. And I was so pissed. Oh, my God. I was, <laughs> I was so mad. She's like the only good character in this entire franchise. Like, well, I mean, she gets, to, she gets to be reunited with her husband. So mad. Well, I was I, so sad, dude. Well, it sucks. And right, the way they well, shot it was cool. Me. Hang on just one second. Last, last second, Chris, and I'll let you go. Because I know I've been talking right. for a minute. Um, <laughs> but the way that they shot it was really cool because it was, a, it was a complete homage to the way that Michael killed his sister in the first movie. It was 
not like shot for shot, but it was stylized the same way. Like we don't see him actually stabbing Judy Greer. We just see the stabbing motion and she screams and then the blood and whatever. So it was, it was shot in a, in a way, even the moment I noticed it, I was like, Oh, that, okay, cool. But I still freaking hate you for doing it. (laughs) Okay, Chris. Well, no, all I was going to say was she's presumably dead, you know, presumed dead. Cause look at Hawkins. I thought for sure that guy was dead. I had no idea Will Patton was coming back until the movie started up and, Oh, he's still alive. So maybe Halloween ends shows up with, uh, Karen still alive. So there might be a little bit. It'll be explained in the next one. No, I see. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not one example of Michael ever leaving anyone alive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right? Yeah, because Hawkins was stabbed by the doctor, not Michael. Yeah. So, I I think yeah. she's dead now. If they do bring her back, then then okay. If you're gonna let her have um, you know um, Wolverine healing powers too, <laughs> then 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 what are we doing here? But I, I think she's dead, and that really sucks. And and it's gonna fuel, of course. Now, from what I understand, the third movie is not the same night. It's the time is gonna no. pass. Yeah, it's four years later, is from what uh, the director is saying. Then where does he go? It's going to be explained. It's going to be explained in the next one. It'll be explained in the next one. Mm. 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 Well, yeah. you've yeah. already said that he might not be human. So, I th- yeah. All right. So, in the original timeline, he was, you know not human he was a supernatural entity basically in this timeline the director originally said no we're not going to do the whole supernatural thing you know it's it's michael's just you know superhuman he is he is what just what he is you know it's not supernatural nothing like that but then throughout this whole movie they're saying the whole evil he is evil and everything else and he can't die and he's fueled by this and you know he's fueled by the the every time he kills he gets stronger and I'm going, okay, now you're leaning more into this is supernatural. He's, you know, I, I, and I'm I'm very curious as to how they're going to explain all this in the, the final film. It's like, okay. Crystal meth is me. a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or bath salts or well, whatever. Is the bath, salt. yeah. Yeah. bath salts. <laughs> bath salts would make more sense. But I, I would say... Um, I, he has to be supernatural. There has to be. Um, after all the damage at the very end, after all that happens, um, to, to all of a sudden pop back up at full speed, there, there's something in him. Sorry, I'm laughing. I just saw the graphic you made, Sam, for this week's episode. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love it. Oh, see. He sent it to our Facebook page, or our Facebook chat. So... Uh, you'll see it obviously when I when I post the episode on Twitter here in, in a couple of days. But Sam made a graphic where there are bullet holes everywhere except the couch on, or the, on the chair. <laughs> that that people in this movie are such bad shots that they can't, they can't even hit a chair sitting there Storm in the room. Hawkins, <laughs> that's what happened. I love yeah. it. That's <laughs> that's great. That is funny. No, that's yeah. that's really funny, Sam. I appreciate that. Thank um, you. People people at home will get to enjoy that in a little bit. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna cut through a few few notes <sighs> before we move on to some of our other stuff. I don't have I have clips, but not, not many. I really don't have a lot. There's just there's not a whole lot of this movie that isn't just a lot of f bombs or it's just screaming. Um, 
One thing I did, I will say one thing I did miss. I missed the theme. I I don't think they used the theme rule when you talk about measuring the score, right? I don't think they used it real well in this movie. And Now, now if you listen to the score, it's on its own because, you know, since this is basically part two of our episode, I did. I listened to the score. Mm -hmm. Also, I was just really excited to hear the score by John Carpenter again. I, I was expecting you know, a lot more craziness going on, a lot more energy, but there was a lot more, you know, softer moments to the score, but in the score itself, it it was in there a good little bit. Yeah. It, it was in there, you know, a couple of times. The, the one really, one track that I really loved, I think it was a, uh, he appears or something like that. And you hear the Halloween thing playing, but then you get that awesome guitar coming mm-hmm. in the background. Yeah. Adding, like a lot of depth to the already you know cool Halloween theme, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then, of course, this Halloween theme opens up with instead of you know the big you know bass line coming in behind the piano, you get a choir, almost gothic uh, style theme going on, which was kind of a first for this you know entire franchise, which I thought was really cool. But you're right. It only shows up every so often. There's only like three tracks that I know of where the Halloween theme shows up. Yeah. And that's right off the top of my head. Whereas the 2018 one, they did have it in there more than this one. Mm-hmm. Now, I I don't know. I mean, from, from everything I'm hearing about Halloween ends, it's going to be, they said it's going to be a very different movie than 2018 and Kills. It's going to be a more, I think Carpenter said, more contained film. So maybe... Maybe he's going to go back to the, you know, the old film. Yeah. And this, these weren't, I mean, we never went really outside of, of whatever this town was. Um, interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, the okay. first movie is all like on just one street. So maybe we're kind of going back to that kind of a thing or I don't know, but maybe it's like a, a Halloween Euro trip. Sure. <laughs> They're all in a car. Well, the one thing that I noticed since we're talking about the score specifically is that when we were in the in the flashbacks to '78, it was like they were using the exact music cues from the '78 film. So when the little kid Lonnie or whatever is on the street and he sees Michael coming towards him, they used that you know that dum 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 you know those 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 yep. low key yep. impacts on the piano uh, to 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 kind of emphasize what's about to happen and i'm pretty sure when jim cummings is there on the in the in the room or something we hear the piano theme right before michael attacks him and, and chokes him out mm-hmm. yeah well, i guess technically he died by a gunshot wound but oh yeah but uh you're right there was the, the one moment where i really noticed the score and it was i thought it was towards the end where they had it felt like a synthesized guitar part and it seemed it was, it was the Halloween theme, but it was off just enough that, and I I remember hearing it thinking that sounds kind of weird and not awesome. Not quite right. Yeah. A lot of weird moments with the score in in particular. All right. The, the opening Halloween theme, it starts playing and it it sounds really cool or it sounds really gothic. Also, there's this one part, even Leslie, when she was listening to it, my uh, co-host, she when she was listening to it, it just like it starts off and it just like the pitch just goes straight down. It's like Beep. it's like that sounded weird. Why why put that in there? Because it, it wasn't scary. It wasn't it, it mm-hmm. to me. It wasn't really cool sounding. It there was no real purpose to it. 
even watching with the with the 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 opening titles, I I did not see the reason for it. So yeah, I don't I don't know. There there are a lot of moments with with the score that kind of I'm shaking my head, going, okay, that's a little odd. But there was also a lot of really awesome moments with the score that I'm going, okay, yeah, I see where you're going with this. But against the film, it was just like the 2018 version. It started becoming noise. It, it, I mean, it just blended into the background where I didn't know the score. Yeah. Like uh, uh, the mob scene where, where they're getting all the mob and everything else. The the title track is like Hallway Madness. Th- that sounds like Assault on Precinct 13, John Carpenter. <laughs> it's got this synthesized going and you got this you know, really awesome guitar coming in there. I'm like, all right. So I'm listening to this track before the movie and I'm going, all right, what's going to happen in this scene? And then when the scene's happening, the, the, all you hear is the mob chanting equal dies tonight. And you hear like very, very little bit of the score, nothing else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was going, what is going? Oh man, come on. Yeah, I here- wanted to hear that. I wanted it to really pop. So there's a little bit of it yep. there. Um, yeah. I'll play a couple of seconds of it just so you can kind of get an idea what we're talking about. Be careful. We, get, we don't want to get demonetized. Yeah. We don't <laughs> want to get kicked off the YouTube either. <laughs> so this is the end title. So you just get a little bit of that higher energy version. Yeah. Which is cool. But I'm trying to find that one that 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 I heard. It was just... It might be in this. Michael's Legend. Let me skip forward here. Yeah. Not going to play enough of it for me to get it. Anyway, yeah. it was. It's still pretty good. Uh, I just don't think it's it's quite as good as the is the oh no, the eighteen. But no, I, I think it's pretty good. Um, maybe this one's it. Is this one. It? Yeah, this was kind of it. Anyway, so again, I don't want to get kicked off YouTube. Not that it really matters. <laughs> yeah, but. and it's just it. There, I mean, I don't know if I look for the iconic sound to it, but I think just a little more sprinkling of it would have helped um, pick up some intensity. Yeah, the same with 2018. They they should yep. have had more of the original themes in there. Yeah, I I mean I, I agree. Uh, last couple of notes I'm going to read. Uh, I did write those poor firefighters. I mean yeah. I know they're, that they're actually bad physical fighters, but damn, that was terrible. Also, who called the fire department? Right. If, and apparently, all of a sudden, she has neighbors. Yeah. Right? Wasn't she supposed to be out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah. And they refer like, because eh, they refer they to it as her oh, compound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they called it her compound. I just I was confused because if the point was always to trap him in the building to and let it burn down, that was the plan all along. Yeah. Then then why is the fire department even there? It, it, that didn't make sense. I thought who called them? It, it wasn't them. It wasn't the Strodes. I don't who who called them. And there was no cops there alive to to do it. So I don't know who called the anyway. It it was sad. Uh, let's see. Because they, they did try. I mean, the one guy turned the saw on, the saw, and he was going to go after. 
Yeah, I mean, when he wrecked that, when he wrecked that saw, oh, I, it was pretty cool. But I thought, nah, you just gave him another weapon to kill you with. It was really yeah, bad. It's like it's like, dude, that yeah. looks awesome. It's not gonna work, and it did. Well, work. and I, I, I've used the that equipment. I have cut concrete and metal with that equipment. There is no way, shape, or form you're gonna be able to be quick enough with that nope. to to hurt somebody with it. And yeah. and I'll, it was the same thing I said in. Uh, Army of the Dead when that guy was using it as well. It's just it's not a it's not a tool for that type of use. If you needed to get out somewhere, if, you know, out of a place, if you needed to slowly uh, grind something down, um, sure. But to hurt somebody who can move around you quickly, it's it's just not going to work. Well, I think but maybe that's really. Oh, it does look really cool. <laughs> I, I think it works for Army, totally of, Army of the Dead because the zombies are pretty f- slow moving. So I think it works there. But they also did use it to cut a lock or something. So the yeah. I mentioned that. Uh, I love it. I do love the trope when when um, Strode, uh, Mama Strode, when she decides to, she's like, I'm going to go out there. And she picks up a needle of something and she stabs herself in the ass like an insane person. It's just good gracious. <laughs> 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 and she tells her daughter, "Like, get the f out of my way." And I was like, "Oh, yeah." All right. And then, and then proceeds to get punched in the stomach, and, yeah. and yeah. goes right back to the room. So, yeah, because by the angry mob. Yeah, because like five yeah. minutes ago, you were having surgery. So, uh, <laughs> if he murders the gay couple, is that considered a hate crime? That 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 was that did kind of make me. That made me sad with the whole little bear, big bear. I was like, oh. No, big John, little yeah, John. Big John, oh, little, little John. John. That's right. Big John, little John. Yeah, and, big John, and little John. I'm hoping at least the little John survives this somehow and, and is in the next one. Um, but, oh, I thought they were both yeah. very dead. And when she pulled yeah. that knife out. Big John, yeah, for sure. When she pulled that knife out, it was very CGI, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. It was. I'm sorry. The only thing I could think of, because that was Michael McDonald from Mad TV, was that was Stuart going, <laughs> hey, look what you did. That was the only thing I kept picturing, because he's like, Michael, you've come home. Look what I can do. <laughs> sorry, that was the only thing that kept popping in my head. So I kept laughing every time. And that was the one thing me and Leslie were saying. It was like, these two just don't fit the movie. The, the rest of the movie, they do not fit. I'm like, well, they're, they're supposed to be the comedy relief. She's like, I get it, and they're funny, but it doesn't fit this movie, and it doesn't. And they, were, they they were the two people that did not fit the movie, especially because of Stewart from Mad TV. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little weird, and yeah, yeah, and also they they had the TV over the fireplace, which is a crime. So. <laughs> uh, all right, time for some clips. I have some, I have a few clips, so um, again, not much. There, there's not a whole lot of of humor in this movie, but. This, this was one. And it helps if I turn the volume up on iTunes. So I'll try again. That's Julian. That's the little asshole kid from across the street. There you go. Little asshole oh. kid from across the street. <laughs> I like from 2018 when he's like talking about he's sitting on the couch clipping his nasty toenails. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that kid. Um... This is every conversation uh, ever had in the South. How about this sassy tackle? You have a permit for all these? Some of them. <laughs> Some of them. Wow. 
you went there. No, well, wow. I live in the South, man. I can make fun of us. I'm allowed to. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, yeah, 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 that has been some conversations. No. Uh, this. Hey, Michael. It's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Yeah, everyone's entitled to one good scare. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then he doesn't shoot him, which is what he should have done. Exactly, and then he dies. And then he Very dies. quickly, too. Another one. Yeah, you bring him back, and then only to kill him off really fast. <sighs> All right, time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Well, since Leslie wasn't here to read off all the trivia, I have some trivia to read. <laughs> yeah, she, she's the research one. <laughs> uh, actual firefighters from the Cannon Air Force Base Fire Department appear in the film's opening. Oh. Wow. Okay. Oh, they killed actual firefighters. I no. <laughs> hope they got caught time or something. Uh, Ross Bacon, who played the mental patient named Tivoli in Halloween. Is his name really Bacon? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, he passed away before the release of the movie of Halloween oh. Kills. Yeah. Wait, wasn't he Harry Potter too? He was in Harry Potter and and he was also uh, uh, the, the Les Mis. Um, you know, the, the, the guy who... He's not Gerard... I'm no, not who, are you, who you're you're thinking of, but no, that's not him. No, it's not him. Okay. Who are, I'm trying to think who you're thinking of. Harry you know Potter. the 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 keeper of the house. Argus Filch. I think I know who you're talking about. Joe Pesci. <laughs> no, he, he and his wife are taking care of Fontaine, or not Fontaine. Um, of a little girl and they, they're they going around at the end picking up all the gold from all the dead people right no, apparently he's only been in three different yeah things. he's been so in three like, things okay, Halloween kills technically he was in Halloween uh, 2018 though he's not credited as being in it no. he was in a pit bull pit bull featuring Jennifer Lopez video Good for him. And something called Shoot or Die, which is in post-production. So he's oh. three. He's in three. Oh, okay. Like he was the Ronald Weasley's um, rat. Oh, <laughs> wow. No. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> okay. I, you said Harry Potter. I was, I was thinking that's what you were thinking, but... Yeah. Yeah. No. Not even close. But that's fine. I thought you were talking about Russell Crowe for a minute. Maybe it was his his, his brother or something. <laughs> this is amazing, <laughs> right? Oh. I mean, they've got to be related. You think so? Yeah. Well, that's okay. You think you so. think a lot of weird things, so I guess that's fine. Too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's talking about Timothy Spall, by the way, uh, yeah. Wormtail from the Harry Potter films. Yeah. Who was there? In- that's it. Who's in a lot of a lot of really good things, uh, but is one hundred percent not this guy. So are you sure? I am absolutely sure. Maybe he maybe he went under like you know how some novelists will have a, a pen name. Sure. Uh, maybe maybe name. that's yeah a ghostwriter. He, yeah. he he does that acting. Okay. He is such a good character actor. 
that he that he can he can do that. He can change his his complete look and uh, and everything. Because <laughs> he doesn't even look like that guy, <laughs> except that he's kind of short and white. That's about it. Oh, yeah. See, same as a racist. All right. Um, Busta Rhymes, who was in Halloween Resurrection, was almost included in this film, but was scrapped. Thank God. Oh, dear. <laughs> Jesus. We did not need trick-or-treat milk. <laughs> now, I, I captured this piece of trivia because, well, I had to. I'm contractually obligated. And I didn't know this. This is really cool. Though the original house that was used in the Michael as the, the Myers house in Halloween is in South Pasadena, California, and is still standing, it is not for the, used for the Myers house in this film. The new Halloween films are shot in North Carolina. Whoa, where? They're in filmed in Wilmington. The facade oh exists on an actual street with the interior scenes being shot on a soundstage. The original house, which is now used as an insurance agency, is owned by someone who does not enjoy the legacy of the house, even has signs on the property asking people not to go onto the porch to take pictures. And However, fans will ignore the signs and take pictures, especially on Halloween. I would definitely do the same thing. Yeah, but if this was filmed in Wilmington, so I, I took some time this afternoon and was looking through the crew and see if I knew anyone from the crew, and if I because if I was if I like knew someone, I was going to message them like, "Hey, would you mind just coming on the show for a few minutes and talking about it?" But sadly, I think most of my Wilmington friends have left Wilmington to go to other places. Yeah, you know, that was a long time ago. I I stopped doing that stuff in two thousand eight and nine. I think the last film I worked on was, yeah. But then anyway, time for this. Yeah, excuse me while I whip this out. Well, we've done lots of different top threes for scary things and 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 horrors and hauntings and stuff. And tonight, like I said, this is a weird episode. We're doing nothing like that. This is technically <laughs> the second of a trilogy, which is a sequel to a single movie. So I guess technically this is the third movie, but we're going to count it as the second movie. It's all oh, a little Lord. weird. So yeah. I've yeah. decided that we're going to do top three second movies of the series or of a series. The second movie. Because I'm counting this yeah. as the second of the trilogy. That ends the series until someone comes along and makes more. Yeah. <laughs> so second oh, movie in oh. series. Sam, you ready? I think so. I probably did this all wrong. Oh, but um, my my number three is uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Okay. Would that work? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the second my... movie of the Captain America trilogy. That's yeah. fine. How about number two as The Dark Knight? Absolutely a second. Yeah. And my number one is Silence of the Lambs. Okay, yeah. That okay. actually was a sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. To The Loud of the Horses. No, that's not it. Do what? I don't know. I was, I was trying to go the opposite of silence. I mean, it it, it's, oh. it was the first, but it was a sequel. Cause, it would be like the loud of the sheep or something? Yeah, I don't know. The noise yeah. of the, the rams. The yelling of the sheep? No. The yeah, noise, noise of the, the rams. rams. I like that. There you go. The, noise of the rams. The screaming of the goats. Blah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
Yes, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, what do you have? All right. So Empire Strikes Back. Sure. And okay. yeah, definitely. Beverly Hills Cop 2. All right. Yeah. And Aliens. Yeah. Now, Ooh, technically, I aliens. Aliens. Technically, yeah. uh, technically, Alien is not a trilogy. Uh, we didn't say know, trilogy. We said series. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm going with Aliens. Yeah, definitely yeah. got to go with Aliens. Yeah, definitely, definitely aliens, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah again, series, not trilogies. Because I was yeah, afraid that if we just did trilogies, sucks. we're going to be all fighting over the same seven movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, I will go next and say Spider-Man Two. So not the Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to say Spider-Man Two with the original Doc Ock, and because I I still think it's a good movie. I think I still think it holds up. Uh, my number two is Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And my number one, I had to, is Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. One of the, uh, what's arguably the best movie of the franchise and one of the best sequels ever. And it saved the franchise. So there you yeah. Go. Yeah. Andrew. All right. Uh, Kalema. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which Temple is, of Doom, which is also a Indiana prequel. Jones. Yeah, it is. Um, but second in the series, I know. Um, Batman Returns. All right, which we're going to be doing pretty soon. Ooh. And uh, I, I wanted to throw in Back to the Future too, just because. But I, I'm actually going to leave that one out for now. But know yeah. that it is on the list. Uh, so I'm going to go old school and I'm going to take it back to like fourth grade for me, which is like freshman year of college for Sam, but, uh, <laughs> D2, the mighty ducks. Nice. Nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's when it got real. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, um, uh... yeah, I almost said back to the future part two, but I decided not. I should have though. It's considering we did the first one on the podcast. Uh, okay. Uh, Twitter, um, our two Twitter people that always chime in, Jesse, uh, says the wrath of Khan, Terminator two and the two towers. Oh, wrath of Khan. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Why didn't we think of wrath of Khan? <laughs> why didn't we say that? I don't know. Uh, somebody should have. <laughs> uh, and, and Cameron says catching fire. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Is that the, yeah yeah the, I like that I, the I like Hunger the Games movie, right yeah sure. uh, X Men two and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes okay I like the I like the new Planet of the Apes trilogy it's a good one uh, yeah I liked it too yeah I haven't seen the last one though I haven't I, I can't say I liked all of them but I, I like the first two so oh, yeah it's good okay. it's good stuff yeah Sean I noticed you didn't mention New Moon. There. <laughs> I, I didn't. Should I have? Because uh, mm. I, I wouldn't plan on a it. Tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Though I have read it, I have read that just book. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. No, I, I did read it because because my wife asked me to, and I did, and I'm a good husband. So. You're a good husband. Yeah. I would not have done that. Yeah. I well, do good to read the cereal I box. Have. I would have. I would have read it. She, I read, I read the first one and the second one, and then I said, I can't do it again. 
So she, I got I got lots of brownie points for for reading the first two. All right, time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Once again, I hit that button thinking, wait, did I forget Andrew? But no, I'm good. This is where we give this movie an out of ten. Zero to I'm ten. Glad I'm in your head now. You just you live there all the time, Andrew. I'm always thinking. I'm at work submitting my 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 hours uh my my timesheet. I'm thinking, did I forget Andrew? Should I should he be on my timesheet? <laughs> Uh, Andrew, you've not seen this movie, so I'm not going to ask you what your score is. But um, so I'll, I'll ask uh, Chris. All right, out of ten. Oh man, uh, I'm I'm going to have to go with a six point five. Oh my god, you're way too high. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I give it six point five because all, all the problems aside, there were still some enjoyable moments to me. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I didn't completely hate it. Like some people that are on this podcast <laughs> and, uh, I, I did still have some fun with it. So yeah, I'll give it a six and a half. Okay. Sam. I'm not going to go that. I mean, I'm not going to say it's <laughs> high, but, um, I, I still enjoyed the cinematography. I like the look of this film. Whatever filters they're using on the cameras, I just enjoy that look. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a good. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it a five point one zero two out of ten, <laughs> right there at the middle. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait for this score. Yeah, this, this uh, might be a, a wide range. Oh, oh I'm surprised. He's that, thinking. Uh, he is seriously thinking on this one. <laughs> He can't. He can't go low enough to get where he wants it. Here's here's literally what I'm thinking. Okay, this movie had the most body count of any of the Halloween movies at all. This movie had 28 fatalities, which is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of stabby stabs and axe to the face and whatever. But I really didn't like the movie a, a lot. I I don't. I think people. A lot of people are hating it for different reasons. Then I hate it. I don't have the lore to fall back on. Uh, I, I really don't care about the fact that he has superhuman abilities, even if they explain it in some dumb way, or they never explain it. We just, we just never find out that why he has, you know, Wolverine level healing or whatever. I, I don't know, but I guess the stuff that didn't work for me is that the people are all really stupid, and I'm, I guess. I know that's a yeah. horror trope, yeah. but, I'm, but I'm tired of it. I'm really tired <laughs> of it. What I what I liked about the first one is that it felt like the majority of the people in that movie were making good logical sense, and mm-hmm. you know the only the only crazy things were the out you know the doctor be- becoming a bad guy, and um, I mean most of Michael's kills in that movie are 100 percent unaware victims. They had no idea it's coming. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, all of the victims, except the couple at the beginning, everyone is aware what's about to happen to them. Because either A, Michael's coming towards them, or B, they're going towards Michael. Everyone dies because of bad decisions. <laughs> and yeah. Or bad physics in their case of the fireman, because that hose should have leveled him to, his gra- to the ground. Uh, yeah. 500 PSI, I looked it up. Like It should have knocked him on his ass. Anyway, 
this got him a little wet. It probably helped his burns. He's it like, might oh, have. You're good. right. It probably <laughs> made it. It was like aloe on his burns. You're not wrong. <laughs> so this movie had 28 deaths. I'm going to give it a 2.8. <laughs> I just. Clever. That is clever. I went to bed. Point one so, for each death. I went to bed so <laughs> upset last night. I really did. I was really upset. And I was oh. mad at the Judy Greer death. I was. I was mad at the at the circle fight at the end because it's. I know you have to have a third movie. I know there's going to be a third movie, but it just they all died so needlessly. And <laughs> I just, I mean, once he stands up, the first time he stands up again, the three of us, four of us, sorry, Chris, the four of us, none of us are physically imposing men. I mean, Sam, you're a big dude, but none of us are physically imposing. The moment that he stands back up, I'm getting in the truck and I'm running him over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use a 2000 pound vehicle to help me. I just, or, or when the, when the cop that's there with the gun, as soon as he goes down, I'm grabbing the gun and I'm backing up 30 something feet. And I'm I just, it makes no sense how people are in these movies. And again, I know you have to have another one, but it's just so frustrating. 2.8 is my final score. That's it. I can't. I'm just, I'm, I'm worn out. Oh, and I'm just tired. And I'm going to end with the uh, the soundtrack grade. Uh, this is a good segment to actually do for this episode. Soundtrack grade. I would give this one uh, a, a PG for pretty good. Yeah. If we were going to, it's pretty good score. Um, it, mm. you know, yeah. it's not, I don't think it's bad by any stretch. I don't think it's as good as the last one, but maybe because the no. last one, I think maybe took us off guard at how good it was. Yeah. You know, or caught us by surprise. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But it was it was good. All right. Um, I didn't take the time to go digging to see if there was a Star Trek connection. I'm sure there is. I'm not going to look. Uh, out of our quote game. Oh, I have to pick a. I have to pick a soundbite. Um, this one kind of makes has. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Um, not a great plan. There we go. <laughs> Last week's Mr. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, aren't you? Was our quote. Um, by the way, uh, listener Andrew submitted uh, a um, submission for the previous week saying, hey, I just want you to know I'm listening, and um, and I'm like, hey, I owe you a sticker anyway. So this this is the game where if you listen to the quote, if you know the quote, send me a message on Twitter, Facebook, email, text, whatever. If you know the quote, just message me and give me your address, and I'll mail you a sticker. Andrew, I know I owe you a sticker, and I apologize. Um, and I feel really bad because he lives in about 13 minutes away from me. I should just drop it off in his mailbox. Oh, that's just oh man! It is. I know it's it's 100 my fault, Andrew. That's I the owe worst. You. I do. That's bad. I might, I might hook him in. I might hook him up. Maybe I'll get him a t-shirt or something too for for being an awesome wow. listener. Because Andrew is like one of our. If we had like those badges for top fans, like he would definitely yeah. have one. Him, like Maxton, yep. uh, Mike A. Um, who else am I thinking of? Some of our other listeners from long ago. I can't think of it. If I'm if I'm forgetting you, I'm really sorry. Damn, I feel bad now. Um, and if you're and if you're my uh, my wife's new uh, my wife's uh, coworker, thank you for listening. Uh, my wife actually pitched the podcast to a coworker, and she was like, "Oh, let me know what his show is." And so 
my wife is helping expand the podcast. So uh, if if you're listening, that's so that's awesome, and I hope that you aren't scared off by <laughs> by me. They call me Mister Tibbs. Is my is the is the quote for this week? They call me Mister Tibbs. And if you're thinking I said it wrong, they call me Mister Pig. That quote is taking from that quote. That it makes sense. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've I've lost the ability to form coherent sentences. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. Please tell our listeners how we can get a hold of that show, your show, and of course the episode one of our two-part episode. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere you listen to the podcast app. Uh, you can even f- listen to our podcast episodes now on Facebook, uh, which you can talk to us there on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, especially Twitter. Leslie does Facebook, uh, my co-host, who I do Measuring the Score with, and Sean and Andrew, uh, not Andrew, Sean and Sam, sorry. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sean and Sam joined us uh, for our part one of this episode here, which was our first bonus episode. Then we have two more bonus episodes coming out. We have uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Digital Dissection. Then we have Nightmare Before Christmas coming out, for respectfully for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So, yeah. Awesome. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nightmare. That's such a great one. And at some point, I'm going to be on yeah. um, season two. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. That'll be a lot of fun. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, that's that's going to be looking fun. Looking forward to that. One. I I that 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 soundtrack is on my rotation when I'm driving, when I'm oh, listening yeah. to scores, it's on my rotation. Yeah, Zimmer Zimmer's got a way with doing music. Although I'm not a big fan of his score to Dune so much. You haven't watched the movie? It will I haven't watched the movie yet, so I I can't yeah, completely it, judge it, but just listening to it on its own I, I know like, it's okay. very, especially the newest one that he just the art and soul of Dune, and it's like just sounds like a bunch of drums. It's music. very <laughs> atonal. It is atonal. It one hundred percent. It it fits. Sam, tell me what. Tell me the words I'm trying to say. It fits the movie. <laughs> it's a, it the the movie in itself is like a tone poem, and gotcha. it, it gotcha. creates an atmosphere for the movie. It's one of those where the sum of the whole is is. No, wait, that's not the saying yeah. either. Um, oh my gosh, you guys, what, go to bed. Yeah. When you put them together, it, it, it makes sense. The sum it, is greater than the parts or something. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. I, I have heard, I've, I'm looking forward to watching it. I know you guys have watched it, but I have heard somebody said it probably was one of you, um, <laughs> that it would make a better miniseries than... Oh God, yeah, yeah. But this should have been an HBO series. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people have said that, and I, and as long as the same dude would have been directing it was is the showrunner, I think that would have been cool yep. too. But I think the problem is, is that if you want to get this level of actors, you can't like yeah. these guys are not people that are going to sign on for an eight episode arc miniseries. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. The good news is, is that they have already greenlit uh, the second movie and it will uh come out october of 2023 yeah and i'm actually excited about it i, I am, am too i i enjoyed it enough to one. um and i also have been seeing people on twitter are really pissed because they didn't know that this was a part one 
and because <laughs> I saw like the first five minutes and it opens up and says Dune Part One. Yeah, but like yeah. they didn't advertise yeah. that, and so uh, it's the same people that got mad at the Fellowship of the Ring, not knowing that there were two more books. Because <laughs> I remember seeing that in the theater opening weekend, and people were pissed, and they're like, people were literally screaming, "What the f?" And my buddy Andrew and I, different Andrew than who I was talking about earlier, we literally stood up and said, "No, no, no, there's." There's two more books. There's going to be two more movies. Come back next Christmas for the two towers. Like we had to tell people <laughs> that. All right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this has been a blast. I am yeah. so excited to announce. This is a huge announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, listener, and, and all of the uh, listeners that we stole from Measuring the Score. Next week, <laughs> we are starting the month of November. We are doing Star Wars. The original <sighs> trilogy, Star Wars. That's right. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. We are doing it now. We're gonna we're gonna use the versions that are available to us on Disney Plus. So there's that. Um, though I do have access to. Oh, I don't know if I should admit this on on air or not, but I do have <laughs> access to a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back on Blu-ray HD theatrical cuts. Ah. I'm not saying that they're legal copies. I'm just saying I have them. (laughs) (laughs) So we're doing that. I'm very excited to announce that. Also, we've already teased it, and I'm going to tease it again. We will do, once Andrew's had a chance to watch Dune, we are going to do probably a shortened episode review of Dune uh, because I'm excited to talk to Andrew about it. So, yep. Dune, look for that coming coming this Thanksgiving, Dune, and Star Wars. All of the sci-fi. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com <laughs> is our website. That's the only address you need to know. There you can find links to everything, old episodes, new episodes, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our store. Everything's 35% off. Go there and buy some stuff so that that we can, um, you know, have some some money so we can. Because what we're going to tend to do with this money here's a this is a little uh, insider uh, baseball here, Chris. You'll like this. The <laughs> money that we've made from the store, we intend to use to buy more things from the store, and we're going to use as giveaways in the future. Nice. So think of it as like Ooh. Patreon levels. If we get to a certain dollar amount. And we want to do a giveaway, and you win some. You win a, if you win a giveaway, and you say, "I want a T-shirt," we can get you a T-shirt. Or, "I want a mask," I can get you. We can get you that. So that's coming, coming soon. Pretty excited. We just got to get a few more dollars in the bank so we can make that happen. So go buy a shirt. Go buy a mask. Go buy a coffee mug. That would be great. A uh, phone case. Those are cool too. Got a mouse pad? I don't think we have those mouse mats. I don't think that's oh. on the, on the on the site. I'll look. Some people call them mouse pads. Uh, yeah, I've I've heard both. I for some reason I've been I've I heard I've heard most recently called mouse mats, and so that's why I said it that way. But mouse pads, it's the same thing. I don't have. People still use mouse pads. I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have two wireless mouses in front of me on my desk. They're just here. They're mice. Mises, you're right. Mises. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
That's it. I have nothing more to say, and I'm about to fall asleep as I sit here. And I did not expect this episode to go two hours. This is um, <laughs> this has been fun. Thank well, you. Well, there was been- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So on behalf of uh, Chris, Andrew, again, Andrew, just thanks for hanging out with us. It was it was fun, man. I, I appreciate it. Was it was fun. Yeah, glad you were here. Uh, and Sam, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you guys all next week for Star Wars. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.